Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 12 SEC games. Six down, 12 to go. Westmore, Christian Weaver, glad you're with us. Not sure if it's an acre-free zone or not. Have you heard? We'll figure out. Should I pot him up just in case? You think he's... I think he'll let us know if we're there. Okay. All right, coming up on the show today, Devo Davis at 10.30. I'm kind of anxious to hear from Devo. Uh, it was a rough game for Devo. Maybe the... I don't know. He may say it, but it may have been the worst I've seen Devo play. Did not play a lot. Got benched. Didn't play in the second half. Uh, offensively, he didn't do it. I think he took one shot and missed a shot. It was defensively. That's why uh, Musselman got frustrated with him. There were several times he was trailing the guy he was defending, running around screens instead of fighting through screens, layups, and gave up a dunk one time. It was It was a rough performance for Devo. And so Devo didn't play in the second half. Well, it was a rough performance from about everyone that saw the court. Uh, Yeah. Um, Not many bright spots to glean from that game. No, there wasn't. Uh, And you look at the stats, and that's what we talked about last night in the Guadiata Moto Post game show, Josh Neighbors and uh, me. We were, I mean, defensively, they were bad. Ole Miss shot a high percentage from the field. Offensively, they were bad. A lot of turnovers. Gosh, it was so ugly to start the game. And one of the keys for this team, they need to get off to a good start. And you look up at the under-16 timeout, and Arkansas was trailing 12-4. to Ole Miss hit their first four shots from the field, couple of threes, hit both their free throws, and all of a sudden it's 12-4, to and you just blinked. And then Arkansas started turning the ball over. They had eight turnovers after nine minutes. Yeah, honestly, at that point, they were lucky it was as close as it was. I think it was 21-9. to nine. You're exactly right. And I it wrote like, it down. It should have been worse. They were down 12 at that time, and that was at the under-12 timeout. It got a little worse. They trailed 28-14. And then Arkansas made their one run of the game. They had their one shining moment. Uh, if you're looking for a bright spot, that was it. Um, Blocker came in. Had three assists, uh, was creating for others. He actually, during that spurt, got his three assists and led the team in assists. And I thought Caleb Battle played well during that spurt. Uh, He had an assist for an easy basket, and then he drove to the basket and got the old-fashioned three-point play. And it was Arkansas within six at the under-four timeout. And at that time, I was like, okay, they've kind of 
overcome the uh, home court advantage for Ole Miss. Man, what a great student section. Those guys were loud. You could tell uh, just watching on TV and the commentators. Jimmy Dykes went on and on about how great the student section was. And I thought, okay, they got a chance now. They're down six, under four. Close this half well, and you're in the ball game. You know, it's one of those, God, how bad are they playing? And you look up, okay, they're within six. Maybe they, you know, maybe they can put something special together tonight. And then Ole Miss finished the last four minutes. Actually, it was less than that. Two minutes and 58 seconds on a 6-0 run, and they take the uh, lead. Arkansas scored a couple right before the end of the half, but they led by 12 at the half. So they took it from 6 to 12 at half. And even then, it's... It could have been worse, and it's just like you said, Christian, it, it could have been worse at that point, but second half was just uh, a, a disaster. You lose Trevin Brazil, he didn't play in the second half, Devo didn't play in the second half, Tremont Mark, of course, didn't play the entire game, and you then you lose Battle, Caleb Battle went down, uh, rolled his ankle, it looked like, on TV, and he missed a large chunk of the second half. You, you take out four guys like that, you're in trouble. And and I said this earlier, and I said it last night. I don't know what you expected, but as soon as you heard Tremont yeah. Mark was out, you should have known this isn't going to be pretty. When you take off the best player, your MVP, uh, your leading scorer on a struggling team, this is what you get. That is the recipe. And then you throw in the other injuries and the other things that happen throughout the game and you get a 77-51 blowout loss that was disgusting. It looked bad, and the the score, 26 points, that looks bad. It was that bad. <laughs> sometimes you get some of those games. Worse. Yeah, it really could have, because <laughs> sometimes you get these games where teams just get red hot, and just you're, it makes the score look worse. This wasn't one of those cases. Ole Miss just totally dominated the game offensively and defensively. And, hey, give credit to Ole Miss and Chris Beard. They have a nice team. They may be an NCAA tournament team. They are undefeated at home. Um, I like their pieces. Man, those big guys for Mm -hmm. seven-footers, they're a little bit more athletic than I was expecting. And when uh, coach, uh, Coach, when Joe Klein told us that, you know, they don't score a lot, typically against other teams, um, I wasn't expecting much from their guys, but uh, they were a little better than I thought. Now, part of it is because of one; it's becoming a glaring weakness. Yeah. Arkansas, size-wise, they're getting overwhelmed by SEC teams in their size, and this is a year. And it's kind of strange, Christian, because you know college basketball, basketball itself, it's had kind of gone away from the big man. You know, maybe it's the NBA and the, the no Guard need. Focused. Yes, yeah. you don't need a big man, right? And especially in the NBA, a traditional one, yeah. And that college basketball had gone that way, and you hadn't seen a lot of big guys dominating. And the SEC this year, there are a lot of big guys. You start looking around at the other SEC teams; they're they're a big guy. They a have fives and fours. Yeah. They do. And Arkansas this year doesn't. And it's a glaring weakness, and it's it's hurting this team right now. Yeah, it's like after that Duke loss a few years ago, we went out and we got some bigs to play. And then this year, I think the focus was shooting, and we tried to go out and get a bunch of shooters, and obviously that hasn't worked out. You know, the uh, failure or to get a couple of big guys in the portal this year is really showing its ugly head. You know, you went out and tried to get, what, Hunter Dickinson? Yeah, I think they put a lot of eggs in that basket. And, well, and also the... the and uh, Ron Holland. Well, Ron Holland, and then the guy who went to Alabama. The yeah, Grant Nelson. Grant Nelson. You know, All those, guys that definitely would have helped this team. No doubt. And they went 0 for 3 in those three guys. And I think now you're, you're seeing that was, that was a major failure for this team not to, to get one of those guys. Um, I remember when, and I even said on the show, when Grant Nelson went to Alabama, I was like, well, they, they've got Trevin Brazil. Yeah, I, they, it's like I think they'll be okay. Similar. Uh, I would love to have Grant Nelson right now. Me too. Yeah. Um, hey, I'll give – hey, Brazil, when he was in there in the first half – looked like he was, he he was did. rebounding a little he, better. He attacked the glass. He got an offensive rebound. Yeah. Uh, and on defensively, he was getting some defensive rebounds in the first half. And they really missed that in the second half. They were out-rebounded was, tremendously in yeah, the second half. Yeah, what was the half. stat that – I think it was Mitchell and Graham didn't have a defensive rebound or yeah, something? Yeah, the five the, – the, whoever was playing the five at the time had zero defensive rebounds. That's unacceptable. Whether it's Graham, whether it was Mitchell, whether it was Lawson. Uh, I mean, they played everybody last night. They did. They literally played everybody on scholarship last night looking. Bayfall got in there. Um, 
Do you think uh, couldn't get anything going defensively yeah. rebounding? Do you think it was a combination of well these guys aren't playing well and also is like let's just see what these guys have since this season is looking pretty bleak. Uh, as far as who, which one? Give me a specifically. Well, like baseball playing. Yeah, they were down twenty-seven points. You know, it was what when at did that he get point. In? At, at the end, I think okay. he played like Just the, the last end. three minutes, whatever his total was. So, yeah, honestly, at that point, I'd kind of <laughs> lost oh, yeah, interest. You stopped paying attention. Yeah, um, and, and and two, I was doing my sports cast uh, at the very end. I had my phone out there trying to watch, but it's kind of hard to yeah. <laughs> do the sports cast and watch on your phone. But, um. I think Devo not playing in the second half is a combination of he didn't play well and also it's like we're not going to win this game. Let's just see what these other guys got. I don't think so. I, I, think, it, I think it was more – it wasn't a combination. I think he wasn't playing well and Coach Musselman sent him a message that, okay. you know, you got to give effort. I don't care if you're a senior. I don't care, you know, what you've done in the past. You, you're, he's a leader of this team and – when you go out there and, and defensively give up what he gave up, that sends a message to the rest of the team. And I think Coach Musselman was saying, no, if you, you can't give more effort than that, you're not going to play. I don't know. Devo's coming up at the bottom of the hour. I'm, I'm very – I want to find out, you know, get his thoughts on last night. And and I, I don't want to bury the kid. Who knows what he's up against? I don't know. Is he right. sick? Coach, they did say it was not an injury-related reason. That it was a coach's decision. And Coach Musselman said, no, it was my decision for him not to play anymore. We're going to take some phone calls, 661-1037, 661-1037. Question of the day. What's worse, being stuck in an airport like due to flight delays, due to uh, like Justin Acri, or talking about Arkansas basketball's awful loss to Ole Miss like us two? <laughs> I was joking when I put that out there. I didn't I know you were really going to do question. it. Um, I um, would say I would much rather be doing this show. I'd much rather be talking about last night's miserable loss than be stuck in the airport. It's so frustrating. Uh, And and look, he's traveling for business and trying to get back home, which does make it worse. When you're trying to get back home, that's that's a terrible feeling. But most of the time when I travel, it's for vacation. And that's terrible. When you're trying to get somewhere and you're stuck in the airport and you're like, this is costing me a day of having fun because I'm sitting at the airport and my travel time is taking even longer. Or you're trying to get home and you're worn out from a long vacation and all you want to do is get home and unpack and sit on your couch and relax. That's miserable. So I would much rather be talking about last night because the way I look at it, it is what it is. There's, there's no, no sugarcoating it. Uh, I'm not, I mean, it was disgusting what I saw last night, but I understand what we saw last night. And it's right. what I said. When you take out your best player on a team that's struggling, you're going to get that. And then throw on top of it, no Brazil in the second half. Devo played bad, was benched. He's not out there. You think about it, that's roughly 45, or no, 40, 20, 75 minutes of guard play right there that you lost out on. Mark played from, all 40 minutes. And Tramal Mark is probably 33% of your point production. Oh, yeah. I think you're yeah you're, you're close to it. And then you throw in the Brazil injury, Caleb Patton. That's what you saw last night. A, a team that was playing bad, that was depleted roster-wise from some of their better players. Look, going into the game when we were talking about it yesterday, yeah. everyone thought that Tramal Mark was playing, and we still thought it was a tall task. Yes. When he went out. It's a gigantic task. No, what was the line at one point yesterday? Six, I think it was. Something like that. Yeah, I, I was like, Ole Miss it, is going to cover. If Arkansas yeah. covers, I'm happy. It's almost like a moral victory, you know, that they hung in there on the road and, and made it a competitive game. That's what I was hoping to see. And I did not know about the news of Tremont Mark. I wasn't on Twitter right before the game started. And I get the game on, and for some reason on my stream, it finally popped up on my stream, and it was 7-2. to two. And I'm like, another slow start. So I had to go back and look at the play log and see what happened. And um, then all of a sudden they say, well, this is no Tremont Mark. This is another slow start, but no Tremont Mark for Arkansas due to migraines. I'm like, what? Where did this come from? So I had to get on Twitter, look back at some of the – And so anyway, I was like, gosh, I wish I'd have been on Twitter and saw right away Tremont Mark was out. I would have – I don't know what the line went up to last hammered. night. I would have hammered it. <laughs> yeah. I would have. 
I, I don't bet big, but last night would have been one of those where I would have bet big. Well, you're probably not going to get much in return, but it's a sure bet. You yeah. know that you're going to win it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give up those eight. All right, let's take some phone calls. Starting out, I was surprised we didn't hear from him last night. Here's JW. JW, welcome into the zone. Hey, guys. I tried to get in, but I just couldn't ever get in. It was busy. Hey, I want to take a stab at this, and uh, I, I want to bring up something Trey Biddy said. And and it's going to kind of be with the football team, with this basketball team, that from the fan side is what we're tired of hearing and seeing. We kept hearing during football season we have great practices and come out and lay an egg. I don't think hearing great practices during the week and coming out and being this way is really helping your case at all. People are not listening to that. We, we're done with that. We want, we're to the stage now in sports. We want, um, we want action. We want something back. And my question is, is this, um, so opinion, and I'm not, this is not opinion thing like we usually do, but I'm going to use him for an example. So having losing Devo in them, Pinion comes in. They had not scored for two minutes and 43 seconds. Zero scoring. Pinion comes in and hits a three. They go to timeout. They take Pinion out. I don't understand why he was the second leading scorer with 22 minutes. He had two forced turnovers, one block, two assists. I don't, and, and I don't understand when, like Pat Bradley, what if he missed his first shot? Or maybe he makes his first shot. How do you let a kid, when you need a shooter to hit a three, how do you let this kid play and, and, and take him out in pivotal time? Like he would score, then they would take him out and put somebody else in that could score. All I'm saying is I don't understand the rotation of flipping the, these players. And what Trey Beatty said was genius. He said this. It's kind of like you're trying to pease all these running backs, and you can't get in no rhythm, and you're playing four running backs because you want to keep everybody happy. And then you don't really have a successful running game because everyone's different. There's no rhythm, no rhyme, no nothing. Why is it that we can't it's, – it's the same principle in this game. I don't understand when some players are doing good, he pulls them out. I don't know. And Jimmy Dykes, my question is, I'm going to hang up. Does Jimmy Dykes hate Arkansas? What he said last night was pathetic. He said, I think I cannot, I think it was Battle that went down with an ankle injury. And and he was like, surely his players, you know, with Mark out and, deep, you know, are these players quitting on him? Did y'all hear that? I don't Didn't, know what it is. I did not hear Dykes, that. But it's like trying to pull teeth out him saying anything not. I don't think but I'll he, hang up and listen, guys. Thanks. Thanks. I don't think he hates Arkansas. I think he goes above and beyond to prove that he's not an Arkansas homer, though. I agree. Um, I can't understand the rotation. Or no, I can't no explain it. No one understands the no. rotations. He doesn't give guys long enough leash to, you know, work through mistakes or anything. He just pulls them when they make a mistake. I think he is frustrated like everybody yeah. else. He's grasping at straws with the rotation. And he's, you know, seen stuff in practice. And he then see you know, and they coach and they, and they try to correct it in practice, and then they go to a game, and that player, whoever it may be, does something that they've been working on in practice and trying to correct, and then he does it in the game, and he like throws his hands up in the arm, get him out, get, give me somebody else. I, I I truly think that's part part of it. Yeah, not everybody can be Benny Johnson or Will Williams and just come off the bench and be amazing. Yeah, it's like you got to give guys some time to work into a rhythm and slack, give yeah. them a little rope. Um. I thought I did think Pinion played well last night. He took he advantage of his opportunities. He knocked down his shot, shot well, and there's no questioning his hustle, his desire. He's going to give he you everything yeah. he's got. And I think he took advantage of his minutes. I thought last night was a better game for Pinion because of they kind of ran an off they they moved the ball. And they tried to attack and you had guys attacking that would pass the ball and look for an open guy. Uh, sometimes Mark's game is one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. take you to the basket, and finish. Mark's not there, so you had other guys in there. And you all you have to do, 17 made baskets, which is terrible yeah, for a game. Bad. But they had 13 assists, I believe. Yeah, it was 13 to 17. How many turnovers did they have, though? A bunch. Uh, well, it got better. Um, they had 10 at the first half, and I think they ended up with 14. 
So they were on pace for something just stupid, like 30-something turnovers. But they cleaned that up and got a little bit better. But I do question the uh, the stats guy from last night. There was one time I was watching. I would watch the game on on uh, my uh, ESPN three and on my other computer screen. I've got this stat broadcast mm-hmm. where it's showing the play, and it's a stat broadcast like twenty seconds ahead. And I saw this uh, L's basket assist pinion, and I'm like, heck yeah! There you go, Joe. Wait, a, you know you're creating for others. They were passing the ball around the the outside, and pinion was on the left wing and passed it to L Ellis. Ellis. Takes a dribble, goes inside, does a spin move. Another dribble, goes up for a layup. He's like, yeah, that's not. That's an not an assist. An assist is like two dribbles, I think. An assist to me is leads to somebody getting a basket. Yeah. Now, I'm okay with the, you know you're you're at the top and a guy runs off of the screen, you hit him on the wing, great pass, he goes up and shoots it. I do think that's an assist. Yeah. Because. You know, you throw a bad pass, and he's got to reach for it, and then he's not there to take the shot, and the guy closes on him. you got to have a good pass. And it's just as like pornography. You know it when you see it. You know what it is. <laughs> I've never heard that. That is good. Okay. Um, you threw me for a loop. Uh, but anyway, I thought the stat guy last night may have been a little uh, uh, helpful. Utah Jazzish, yeah. Given some assists. So I don't know if it was all thirteen of seven, thirteen of uh, the or thirteen assists on seventeen baskets. I don't know how true that was last night. But anyway, back to Joseph. I thought he he made the best out of his minutes in last night's game and the way they pass it around and was found him a couple times open for a three. That's what he needs. That's the kind of offense he needs. And uh, look, I. I think he, he uh, plays with heart and hustle. And a game like last night, you needed to see some heart and hustle out of the team. Uh, we got to take a break because Devo, we're good, right? Supposedly. Devo says he's, he's going to uh, come in and play or come in and talk to us. That's the word. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear from uh, Devo and uh, we'll get his thoughts on what he saw last night. Why are we playing this? You mentioned one shining moment earlier, so we're not going to get one this year. So, does anybody believe they're going to the NCAA tournament now? Well, you were the you were one of the lone holdouts that were holding out hope. I had a couple last night on the Guatney Automotive postgame show say, "Don't give up hope. They still got a chance." Curious, like I don't know. Now I'm starting to (laughs) that thread is you know it's unwinding. There's like that one piece of thread. I'm, I'm curious to see what Chris Alley thinks. He's been on your oh, side. Chris wrote in last night. He's, he's, he's not, up. He gave up. Yep, Chris gave up. All right, Devo's coming up next. Stick around. You're in the zone. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. I got nervous. This is Sports Center. It's getting late early for Arkansas basketball this season. They lost again last night, 77-51 to Ole Miss this time. Arkansas is now 10-9 overall. They are 1-5 in the SEC. Tremont Mark missed the game last night due to migraine headaches he was suffering all week. Tremont Brazil left the game early with a knee injury. And Devo Davis only played eight minutes of the contest. Arkansas was out-rebounded by 15. They also lost in the fast-break and second-chance points categories. The Razorbacks are back at home on Saturday at 5 o'clock when they take on the Kentucky Wildcats. You can catch it right here on 103.7 The Buzz. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network. It's a new year, and the new you deserves a new ride. From Guadney Buick GMC, it's tax time. You worked hard all year, you paid in. Now, you need to get paid. Because at Guadney Buick GMC, your refund is going farther than ever before. Call 501-945-4444. Combining current offers, purchase allowances, and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over. Stack your tax refund on up to $6,000 purchase allowance on 2023 
and 24 GMC Sierra 1500. Equipped with the 5.3 V8. Requires eligible trade. Winner is here. Choose from a lot full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles. You will be approved. So make your New Year's resolution to upgrade your trade. At Guadney, Buick, GMC. Next to Sam's Club. Call 501-945-4444. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Guadney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. See dealer for details. Tune in every Monday night at 7 during basketball season for the Eric Musselman Show. Coach will break down gameplay and strategy. Brought to you by Genesis of Conway. Arkansas's only Genesis dealership. The all-new Genesis of Conway. Now open at 1075 Collier Drive. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Get your weekend started with Friday extended happy hour drink specials. The downtown location has two floors of fun with karaoke in the bar and J.J. Wilson, the DJ, playing an open format DJ set with something for everyone down in the basement. North Little Rock location gets karaoke party going 9 p.m. every Friday. Brewskies, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Two locations, downtown Little Rock and the new location in Lakewood Village, North Little Rock. Find us online, Brewskies, Pub and Grub. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. You never know what's going to happen in the zone. The big week of the tide are going down. Are you ready, Eddie, or not? Let's freaking go. Well, he's not the brightest tool in the shed. Or the sharpest. Let's see what the guys are up to today. She touched by me in painted on jeans. Back in the zone, waiting on Devo Davis. We'll get him in here in just a few minutes. Thanks to our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Let me tell you about Guatney Chevrolet. A lot of great things going on right now. We had James on yesterday. Great deals on the Equinox, $23,999. Good deals on Suburbans. You want one of those big Suburbans or Tahoes? They've got deals on those right now. No payments for 90 days. Skip that payment for three months. That would be fantastic. Great selection out there. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. See all the deals that I'm talking about. And then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. You think about it right now. They had all the snow. That probably slowed down some sales. Now you got all this rain. Those guys are ready to deal. The rain's supposed to quit here in the actually here pretty soon. And we're going to get a little break. Weekend looks okay. I think it may be a great time to go get a good deal at Guatney Chevrolet. They're going to be doing whatever it takes to sell some vehicles this weekend. So take advantage of the situation. Head out to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Let's uh, take a phone call while we're uh, waiting on Devo. LC joins us. LC, welcome to the zone. LC is gone, so phone lines are open at 661-1037. Sorry about that, LC. Probably thought Devo was coming up and... Decided to call back later. Um, got Brian Edwards. Uh, he's changed, Christian. He's going to join us at 11.10 after the red-white report. He needed to move up. And so we're going to talk about the NFC, AFC championship games and maybe a little college basketball with Brian. He, he came out with his, uh, his line for Arkansas-Kentucky. What would you put the line? Arkansas-Kentucky Saturday. Arkansas at home. Not that that necessarily means anything. Uh... Kentucky 8. Brian said Kentucky 7. Good job. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, is that with Tremont Mark or without Tremont Mark? That's got to be with. <laughs> Has to be. Yeah. Uh, it's going to balloon above 10 without him. Yeah, it probably will. And uh, Remind me, I want to ask him how if the line, how much the line moved once the news of Tremont Mark being out last night, what that did to the line. Uh, because you could see something very similar. Uh, Saturday, if that's the case. Coach Musselman said that uh, he wasn't sure about Tremont Mark. Uh, basically, he hadn't practiced since the last game, uh, that these migraines started popping up, and uh, he hasn't been able to practice. So it wasn't something that, you know, that they caught him off guard. They knew that there was a chance he wouldn't play. Same thing with Brazil and his injury. Brazil had been limited in practice because of soreness in his knee and tried to give it a go. Played the first half, and then at halftime, uh, I don't know if it's you know, just sitting around, if it got stiff on him or what, but uh, couldn't go in the second half, so no Tremont Mark. Uh, last night, um, once again, 
a lot of players got into the game. Here's Coach Musselman on the big rotation. Yeah, I mean, every, everybody's getting an opportunity. You know, like I said, I mean, point guard play, turnovers. You know, shooters are struggling shooting the ball. At the center spot, we had zero defensive rebounds. So there's, you know, there's a lot of a lot of areas. It's not one particular player. It's not one particular position. It's across the board. We're getting outplayed uh, at every position right now. I thought during the uh, press conference, I was hoping maybe that we would get a uh, how did you feel about the execution of your team? And Musk would be, I'm all for it. I'm in favor of it. <laughs> turnovers last night, points off turnovers. Ole Miss won that battle 22-4. to Second chance points. Ole Miss won that 17-11. to It's close. Respectable. But rebounding, 43-28. to That was the total rebound number. How good of a rebound, I, you would think with the big men that Ole Miss has, that mm-hmm. they're a good rebounding team. But I'd heard they weren't amazing. Well, what I saw, they were. <laughs> well, it was against Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, free, as far as shooting percentages, as what Musk just said, didn't shoot the ball well. 33% from the field. That's that's so bad. I mean, you you, you got to be up in the 40s. But yeah. 33%. Uh, and it wasn't like they were jacking up a lot of threes. Now, they took some later when the game was kind of in that 20 range, hoping to catch fire and to jump back into it. Uh, shot 22% from the three-point line, 66% from the free throw line, although they were shooting their free throws really well for a while, and then Graham missed a couple. Bayfall came in and missed a bunch. I, in fact, I think that was most of their misses right there from those two guys, the big guys. Um, you had Caleb Battle. I think he was six of seven from the free throw line, um, but as a team besides those two guys, they shot pretty well. Ole Miss, 47% from the field. But when you shoot a bunch of layups and make uh, hitting a bunch of dunks, your shooting percentage tends to go up. They shot 37% from the three-point line. That's what you'll take that every single night, and 80% from the free throw line. Every single area, uh, it, they just they were hammered last night. I don't care what category you look at, it was hard to find a bright spot for for Arkansas. Uh, and injuries. Like I said, that was a big part of it. Here's Coach Muss on Tremont Mark. Yeah, no, T. Mark uh, hasn't practiced, um, you know, didn't practice Monday or Tuesday. Obviously has a migraine. You know, I, I'm not a doctor. He's, you know, he's got a migraine. So that is that is what it is. And then, um, you know, with Brazil, his knees had soreness, um, you know, since, uh, since Monday's live practice. And uh, just wasn't able to go in the second half. You know, there was a point last night. I'm like, how crazy is this? There's no Tremont Mark. Brazil gets a knee thing and doesn't play in the second half. You had Blocker that went out, got hit in the face or something. There was some yeah. contact. He went out with an injury. Mitchell went out with an injury. He got slapped across the face and across the nose. He had to leave. And then you had Caleb Battle. That twisted an ankle, um, collided. I couldn't really tell in the replay. It looked like maybe he collided, hit knees, but then they said later it was a twisted ankle. But it was they were like the body bag game. It was walking wounded. <laughs> I mean, the injuries all over the place. I'm like, if if it wasn't bad enough as it was, injury to insult. That's what you had last night. It was they were dropping like flies. I, I pulled up some rebounding numbers. Ole Miss grabs 34.8 rebounds per game. Their opponents grab 37.1. So they're negative 2.3 rebounds. That's hard to, to imagine with the seven-footers. Yeah. yeah, and the way they hit the glass last night, that they would be, be uh, out-rebounded on average, game in and game out. Arkansas averages 32.6 rebounds per game and have a 0.4 negative rebounding per game. So mm-hmm. it's pretty and hard. that's taken into account the non-conference games yeah. where they won the rebounding battle. I bet if the SEC numbers are disgusting. Yeah, uh, now that, um, I mean, I pulled up just the SEC stats not too long ago, and it, it wasn't pretty. They, they were, uh, well, it's what you expect out of a team that's 1-5 right now. All right, well, I think we got, yeah, we do. Let's go to it. The Zone is joined by Razorback guard and fan favorite, Debo Davis. Davis. 
Davis going right to the rack. Pretty finish with his left hand. Debo grew up in Jacksonville, so it only makes sense that he's brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney Chevrolet is the gold standard for car shopping experience, and Debo Davis sets the gold standard for basketball play. It's Davis for the lead. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to see all the great deals. Now, let's hit the hardwood with Devo Davis. Big thanks to Devo Davis joining us on a, a night like tonight, or a day like today after a night like last night. Uh, Devo, it says a lot to me about your character, and I appreciate you coming in. And It would have been easy for you to say, hey, I can't make it today, I got something. Uh, but for you to man up and be on the show, thank you. Oh, yeah, for sure. No problem. Always. Uh, what did you see last night? What happened last night? Man, uh, just dysfunction. Um, things we have to fix um, to become a better basketball team, you know? We were looking at some of the numbers, and, and Coach Moss even said it after the game. It, it's it's not one problem. It, it's a bunch of problems. It's rebounding. It's defense. It's the the offense. The passing. There are a lot of issues. What do you think? What's the first thing you got to fix to turn this around? Um, I think um, just being able to play um, together within each other and being able to communicate um, on both ends of the ball. I mean, that's something that um, we struggle with. And, I mean, they start with the small things, and I think we have to be able to fix the small things to be able to try to um, win some games and, and, and conquer all problems. You know, we've all, we've been told all year, and Coach Musselman said it, uh, I think you've even told us that chemistry-wise on the team, off the court, you, you guys are good. But there are mm-hmm. times on the court it doesn't look like there's there's chemistry. Where where, right. where does that get lost between off the court and on the court, and, and that's something we were trying to figure out. Um, and we we practice well together and things like that as well. And we just gotta find our mojo when it, when it comes to game time. Man, it's hard. It's hard playing in the SEC, uh, and a lot of these guys haven't been able to play in the SEC or to that caliber um, previous years. So um, just trying to figure things out. Was last night rock bottom? Yeah, that's uh well, I mean, yeah, you look at the Auburn game, things like um, games like that, and I mean, you look at games like last night, uh, those two uh, really tough games, uh, especially knowing that um, we we from a competitive standpoint, uh, know we can we're able to um, withstand um, as a team and, and be able to hold ourselves accountable and things like that, but. I think it's just us got to be able to connect better um, so that it can help our chemistry um, on the court when it comes to game time. How are you holding up? Because you've been – you've won a lot at Arkansas. you won a lot at high school. Uh, this is this is new to you. How are you doing? Yeah, uh, like you said, I have been I've – been, I've been winning uh, and – and and that's fine, you know. Um, you have to. Uh, you gonna have highs. You are gonna have lows. And, and yes, this is um, a first for me. Within uh, the span of the way things are weighing out, but um, for me, I just wanted to try to try to continue to get better um, as an individual and as a team. I know it's possible. Um, I'm, I'm, I like you say, I've been seeing it happen before. Um, been in college four years now, uh, and so I know what it takes. And just being able to try to focus um, on a small detail thing and try to continue to get better. Was last night a low for you? A low of all lows? Yeah, probably so. Especially uh, since being in college. Uh, it was tough. Uh, especially knowing that last year we went into Ole Miss and, and we, uh, oh no, not last year, the year before mm-hmm. uh, Paris, previous year, before last um we went into Ole Miss and won, and, and, and I know it was possible, you know, stuff. just knowing that, like, we as a team um, going to these away games and also playing at home, we just got to play more effort, kind of try to uh, pull some of these games 
games out, so a few we have left in SEC play. Yeah, I saw Arkansas won their last two games in Oxford. They had beaten Ole Miss nine out of the last 11 times, but yet last night was the largest margin of victory Ole Miss has ever beaten Arkansas, ever. It was just kind of startling to me. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and not only for you guys, um, yeah. for a lot of us, and, and, it's, and it is tough. So, like I've been saying, and, and, and hopefully we can be able to try to um, knock some of these guys off that we are all about to face, um, knowing that um, it's going to be tough. And um, we know we got a chip on our shoulders for you, you know, just being able to play for Arkansas um, is, a, is a blessing. But also, we have to um, just try to continue to build. Not having Tremont Mart. I mean, you know, from the outside looking in, it's pretty easy to say. You're, you know, your leading scorer, uh, arguably the MVP of the team, is out. It's going to be tough. What was mm-hmm. it like not having him, and how did that affect the game? Yeah, um, we he he had some practice uh, all week, and so uh, we knew he wasn't on play, so there wasn't a problem there. Uh, we just, with the guys that's on the court, um, probably looking at it a different way, you know. Uh, when it comes to having him and being able to help us on the offensive end and also on the defensive mm-hmm. end, um, we know he can he could have helped. But um, the way we lost isn't acceptable, really. What was it like for you to watch the second half on the bench and not be able to help your team? Um, I, I, me myself, I just tried to do whatever I could. Uh, to try to help them uh, if it was giving the guys water giving the guys towels uh, communicating with them I tried to do my best um, knowing I went in the game so um, I'm doing it for them um, and for me and, and we know shoot, we, got, uh, we got a huge game coming up Saturday so we got to prepare for that is that going to be a burn it and throw it in the trash film, or you think you you guys are going to have to sit down and watch that one? Um, probably going probably going to watch it. Uh, we didn't watch um, all the films since uh, since starting SEC play. Uh, watch all games, so maybe sit down. Uh, maybe this, that is the best choice and figure things out. Are Are you good? Uh, are, are you good? Okay, physically, health wise. Uh yes, sir. I am for sure. It was just a bad just, night. Just, just a bad night yeah, for you. How would you describe what happened? What you did last night? Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, they just the coaches decided not to put me back in, which is fine. Um, guys got other guys got the uh, chance to play, and um, like I said, I tried to do whatever I could to help them when they was on the court. Um, even though I wasn't able to be out there with them. Did coach tell you at halftime, "Hey, Devo, we're going to sit you"? In the second half, or uh, no, nah, he didn't tell me. He didn't tell me. He didn't tell me he was on Sydney. He just didn't. He didn't, didn't put me in, which is fine. Uh, like I said, we're just going. I was still out there with the team, trying to figure things out, um, and, and also help uh, in any way possible. Morale's kind of low around here, fan base, and, and I'm sure in the locker room, you guys are hurting. What do you say? Give give us that pep speech, that speech, that that hope that there are better days ahead. Yeah, um, can you, can you, I mean, hope, hopefully, everybody continue to try to uh, pursue and, and come to games and try to cheer us on and and, and respect that uh, we just as a team kind of continue to get better. You know, I mean, we at an all time low at this point, but. It can't get any worse. Uh, we know that better days are coming. Um, when is that? Uh, it may be Saturday. It may be in the tur- SEC tournament. Uh, but you never know. Uh, continue just trying to continue to work hard as a team, um, as individuals, and try to learn from these losses that we've been picked up um, early in SEC play. Devo, you're the man. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I have uh, the utmost respect for you and for uh, doing this and uh, calling in. I, I appreciate it. No, thank you, guys. I appreciate y'all for having me today. Devo Davis with us on the uh, Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Thanks to our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Yep. 
got to hope that there are better days coming up and uh, this team can find a way to, to rally. I don't know if it's just one win. You know, sometimes that's what they say. You just need to get that one win and things can – but then I, you saw A&M and I thought yeah, that – Yeah, we thought that that I may have that. been the one win. Yep. And since Although then – there were some glaring issues in that. Since then, what was it, a 13-point loss to South Carolina at home and a 26-point loss on the road to Ole Miss. South Carolina may be better than what we expected, but I still oh. not – Here's the thing, you can and and I and I'm guilty of this, but I can you can look at the teams that they've lost to and say these are good teams. The all of them may be in the NCAA tournament. Georgia's bubbleish. Yeah. A and M's in right now. Ole Miss is bubbleish. I saw Lenardi last night. He, they're on the outside looking in right now. Uh, but the point is, Arkansas should be a tournament team too. So yeah. these are games that you should be not only competitive in but winning. Well, they're not winning, and they're not even competitive. Yeah, it's the way you lost these games that is disappointing. Yeah, you're getting beaten by good teams, but you're getting clobbered. You're not competing with good teams. Yeah, that's one. That's uh, one of the frustrating things. And then you, it's not getting any easier with Kentucky coming up on Saturday. All right, big thanks to Devo Davis and Guatney Chevrolet. When we come back, we'll wrap up hour number one. We'll reopen the phone lines. Now the Devo's gone. 661-1037. 661-1037. You're in the zone. The team at Middleton Heat and Air has been voted Arkansas's best of the best in HVAC 25 years running, and we want you to join our team. If you're an experienced residential or commercial HVAC installer or technician, there's a place for you at Middleton. Stop by our hiring event at 22039 Interstate 30 in Bryant on Saturday, January 27th from 8 to 2, an interview with one of our commercial or residential managers. Call us now at 501-847-0371 to learn more. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. A new survey from the Centers for Disease Control revealed a startling fact. Americans are getting shorter. 19-year-old American men were the 36th tallest in the world in 1985, but by 2019, they had fallen all the way to 47th place. Women the same age fell from 38th to 58th place. No, we're not going to cue the Randy Newman short people song. Because, you know, short people do have a reason to live. But I have some helpful advice for all of you shrinking violets. Start wearing hokas. Mine get me all the way up to an even six feet tall. And that's a good thing. Come by Double B's this week for some delicious bean-to-cup coffee. You can select your favorite roast and the machine will grind the beans and produce a steaming cup of Renoco coffee. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Beast. You've heard it here on The Buzz several times. Gary Hill MSS Oil. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like this since Who Shot JR? Well, we figured out who shot JR, and he wasn't even shot. He was caught at Splash Car Wash getting an oil change, full detail, and wash. All the Ewings were there. JR, Sue Ellen, Bobby, Pam, Miss Ellie. Get your oil changed the next time you're at Splash, and let them know JR, I mean Gary Hill, sent you. Call Gary Hill MSS Oil at 501-200-7089. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Do you want more control over your business spending? Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management platform designed to save you time and money. Ramp offers unlimited corporate cards with spend controls you can customize to stop wasteful spending before it happens. Ramp makes expense reports a breeze by automatically collecting receipts and matching them to the right transaction. You'll close your books in hours instead of days. Ramp allows you to see all of your company spend in one place, so you can make quick, informed decisions about your business finances. Plus, Ramp will share insights based on your spending to help you cut costs. Over 15,000 businesses have added up to 5% to their bottom line with Ramp. You can be one of them. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. All 
right, back in the zone, wrapping up the first hour. Westmore, Christian Weaver, and you. Now's a good time if you want to jump in here. Last couple of minutes. We'll have time in the second hour also. Take some phone calls, 661-1037. All right, Chris, so i got a question here. So now the music's playing. I've faded it down. We're talking. Oh, it just went away. You did that. Yeah, I did that. So all I have to do is hit the fade button, and it goes away. Okay. Okay. I'm 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 pretty I'm feeling pretty good over here. Although I think I had a hiccup a second ago, didn't I? Did yeah, I leave a mic on? You left the hot mic, but it's okay. It mm. happens. No, that's not that. That shouldn't happen. That's it shouldn't a, happen. That's a bad thing. I'm disappointed in myself. I shouldn't leave that. That should be like the, the number one thing. Oh, it, it happens. Get to out of the break at hit. least once. Mm. Well, it happened to me on the second day. Well, well, you got it out of the way. Uh, what about in the Southern Structural Solutions text line? Anything good over there? Or anything bad? Or anything? Curtis and Greenbrier, I don't know exactly what he meant to say, but he said, how many guys on our basketball team is this their last season for them? Is he asking how many Whew. people are returned from last year? Because if nope. that's the question, two, right? How, I think he's saying how many guys on this team right now, this is it for them. They're, they'll be gone next year. Okay. How many guys do we think will return from this year's team to next year? Uh, Brazil, well... I think Brazil's gone. You think? think As bad as he's playing and his value is dropping? Yeah, I think he's gone. Okay. Uh, Devo, I think, would be gone. Tremont Mark would be gone. What do we we think Tremont Mark's doing? He'd probably go overseas and play. I think so, too. Um, I think it's like Blocker. Blocker. Maybe. Minifield? Maybe. Um, Because he's only a sophomore. He didn't come here to not play, though. Well, yeah. But, he, you know, let's just to give him a little bit of a break, he was ineligible. Yeah. And I don't, I'm sure he was practicing. I know he was practicing and stuff, but all of a sudden, bam, you're thrown into it and everything's got to change. He had one good game in the non conference, and since then, it's been a struggle. Do we think two to three? That's it, right? Uh, blocker, Bayfall. I think Bayfall. I think maybe. I think he. Uh, I think Coach is seeing. You need some size. They just got to put some girth on him. He needs to mature and get a little weight on him. Not that you know the seven footer for Ole Miss was huge, but um, I think he's a project, and I still think Bayfall can help this team. He might be back. Graham would be gone. Uh, Davenport. What is Davenport's status? Would he have a year left? I'm not sure. I could see a possibility of Davenport, but not many. I mean, to answer your question, a handful? Yeah. It's not more than a handful. I mean, there's only 13 of them, but so I'd go anywhere from three or four. Yeah. I think so. All right, coming up next, we got the Red-White Report. Uh, Brian Edwards will join us at 11.15. Talk about the AFC and NFC Championship game. I'll be, I need a little break. I need a break from the Razorback basketball talk. We hit it hard for an hour. Can we talk a little football for a little bit? Good, because we are. We'll talk about football next. Hour number two, you're in the zone. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move.